it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers favored by three and a half. Sunday night football. Here's a good one. This should be a good game. Rematch from last year. The history. Cowboys and Niners. We're back to the 90s. A week five game of the year candidate. And um, the Niners looking just incredible. Both sides of the ball. Brock Purdy coming off a game where he went 20 for 21, one of the highest EPA games of all time. He did have a dropped interception in there that was negated. That will affect the grade, of course. Um, but the Niners' offense is cooking. You don't know who's going to be cooking every single week. It could be any one of four superstars that they have there. The defensive line is unbelievable. And we'd say similar things about Dallas if they hadn't just had one dud against the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> just saying, like, the other three games for Dallas – they dominated, mm-hmm. right? They won by about a million. Dak Prescott has uh, more second most dropbacks while leading by at least ten points, right behind Josh Allen and the Bills. Dak, I don't even know what to make of the Cowboys' offense yet. We haven't seen them in, you know, neutral game flow situations nearly as often as other teams. So, Niners by three and a half in San Francisco. What are you looking for in this one? Yeah, I mean, in a in a way, it feels like a sort of potential. A big game for Dallas to try and go up against another powerhouse in the NFL and show that you can hang this year and that you are for real. But ultimately, like nobody ever doubts that during the season. It's it's the playoffs when it matters. Like this has been their team that keeps uh, knocking them off in the postseason. It doesn't really matter if they get one back in October. You know, the start of October. Uh, but it does matter, though. Does it? It does. It's going to matter for seeding. It's going to matter. I mean, Dallas still has to go through Philadelphia and everything, but. I think there's three clear teams, top teams in the NFC right now, 49ers, Eagles, and the Cowboys. And the Cowboys might feel like little brother just trying to like get into the conversation, just trying to jump in. This gets them into the conversation. They'll, and then they have their chance to face Philly twice. Yeah. They'll get into the conversation. They'll be in the mix for the number one overall seed. Sure. That's huge. Does it matter, though? I mean, they've the last— I mean, if it's—like, it doesn't matter. <coughs> it doesn't make it more or less likely that they're going to win in January. Right. That's my point. Like, the game they goofed away But it does matter because that game in January could be in, in Dallas versus San Francisco. Right, but as, might have as a of yet, that hasn't made a difference. <laughs> they've lost both, both ways. They've lost at home. They've lost on the road. Like, the point is, as long as you can't beat this team in January, it doesn't really matter whether you're at home or on the road. And I'm not sure winning— on October, the first week of October changes that at all. You're like the worst hype man ever. I mean, imagine you. Imagine you. You, you talk about Joe Rogan all the time. Oh, he can hype it all up. You're just like the opposite. I'm over here trying to tell you about it's the game of the year. Yeah. You know, the boss is calling it. He's trying to get some good ratings and everything. You know, 
and you're over there, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's week five. Who I'm cares? I'm not waiting matter. all day for Sunday night. I don't care. I'm just, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm just saying. You're I'm, not going to wait all day for Sunday night on Sunday is what you're telling me. I'm not sure it has the galvanizing effect on Dallas that people are ascribing to it. Like it's an important game because it might give you an indication of whether they're good or not. But I don't know that it matters if they win this game or not. I think there's some indication that they can, that they can beat these best teams, right? Because look, last year the Eagles were a better team. The Cowboys beat the Eagles when Gardner Minshew came in. They didn't beat them with Jalen Hurts. I think they had um, Cooper Rush the first time around. So Dallas doesn't have a win over the the juggernaut that is the recent Jalen Hurts Eagles. They don't have a win over the 49ers in recent history here. Like at One of these times, they have to get over the hump and show that they can do it. The Cowboys have to show, I think, to me, they're not just front runners. They're not just beat up on the Giants in prime time in the rain. Right? They're not just beat up on the Patriots. They're not just beat up on teams. And I think, they, I think they're more than that. I think they're absolutely more than that. And um, the consistency factor, though, with Dallas bringing it week to week, they're going to have to bring it this week. And that game in San Francisco, was, I think, was a huge disappointment last year in the playoffs. Because like, the Niners didn't play great. I don't think they didn't dominate or anything. Dak had some turnovers, and Dallas was unable to take advantage of their opportunities. So now they have a chance to. And uh, one thing I want to ask Bob Sturm is what he thinks about Mike McCarthy's offense through four games. I don't think we have much information because of the game flow situation. We haven't seen much. We're going to learn a lot more, I think, finally in week five here. The NFL's here in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly and when you just bet Five bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up for some game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check, check the app. you got to go check the app to see what you get. So download now and use code PFF to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code PFF only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Um, we have one of those fascinating dynamics where we could have one of the most in amazing one-on-one -on -one matchups in the NFL. If Micah Parsons decides to go up against Trent Williams on a regular basis, that's fireworks. Trent Williams, I think, is still the best left tackle in the game. Micah Parsons is one of half a dozen edge rushers <clears throat> or defenders who at the moment have an argument to be the best defender in the game. He's a superstar. If those two match up regularly, that'll be amazing must-watch TV. On the other hand, on the other side of the line is Colton McKivitz. And if you're Micah Parsons, why would you spend a single snap against Trent Williams? Like, for, for, the, for the challenge? Like, what's the point? Micah Parsons should be able to whoop Colton McKivitz every single snap. Talking to Marcus Lawrence, though. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, Parsons is better. So why would you do it? It's easier to attract more attention. You might get a one-on-one -on -one with Trent. I mean, even if you could dictate that, that he's going to get an extra blocker over there every single snap, that's worth doing for the sacrifice. Like, that's worth sacrificing yourself to do that. I just don't – I never understand in these dynamics, like, why you would ever spend any of your snaps against the good player when you can instead identify the crappy player and just go nuts on them. But we also know the Cowboys will move him around. I, I think – I mean, Micah Parsons has an advantage against everybody. But he'll have a chance against the guards. They'll stunt a ton, as you've highlighted many times. It's a challenge for this 49ers offensive line, which, by the way, when we look at pass blocking grade, they're in the bottom third of the league as well. Yeah, it's not great. And despite 
you know, again, maybe we have underrated Brock Purdy a little bit. He's under pressure. They're dealing with the blitzes a lot. And, um, you know, Purdy keeps delivering. Um, three teams are in a different stratosphere as far as team pass rush grade goes. And two of them are in this game. Niners are number one. Cowboys are number three in PFF pass rush grade. The fourth team is the Rams, and they're about 10 points behind the Cowboys. So the best pass rush teams in the NFL, Niners, Browns, and Cowboys. So we're going to see um, just elite play along the defensive line. And I think for both offenses, it's going to be how, how well do they handle that. Yeah, and Dallas have been generating pressure at just an absurd rate relative to everybody else this year. So that, that side is going to be a really interesting battle. Two amazing defenses, two amazing pass rushes going up against two very different offenses. Like it doesn't seem to matter anything in, in terms of weakness or anything that they face running into this 49ers offense. It's just cooking right now. The skill position players are too good. Brock Purdy's holding up his end of the bargain. Kyle Shanahan's doing his piece. So everything is working. Nobody's able to stop it. Uh, Dallas, I think, have some more question marks because we've seen them at least run into something. Um, but, I mean, this should be, just in abstract terms, in a single game, it should be a really exciting game to watch. I just don't know that it matters who wins. Do you know if Brandon Cooks is healthy? We don't have injury reports here. No. So when I say we don't know much about Mike McCarthy's offense, or even Dak so far this season, average depth of target is 6.2 for Dak Prescott. And I don't think it's because it's systematically conservative or anything. It's really because they've been playing with massive leads for the most part, other than week three when they had to play catch up against Arizona. So one of my offseason takes was, hey, Brandon Cooks is a huge addition to <coughs> Dallas. Let's Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup becomes the best number three in the NFL, and you've got these young tight ends that are athletic, and C.D. Lamb's your star. Like this is the game. I think they have to show all of that, whether Cooks is out there or not. They have to show that. I think this has to be a game with Dallas is throwing the ball down the field, and flipping the field and making big plays. I don't expect the dink and dunk Cowboys offense that we've seen three out of the four weeks here. Last week, um, you know. Probably their three biggest receivers were, ended up being Jake Ferguson, tight end, Jalen Tolbert, the rookie that I liked coming out and then did absolutely nothing in his rookie season, and Michael Gallup, who spent last year basically recovering from being hurt. Like, if those three actually end up being significant parts of this offense, on top of the, the CeeDee Lamb dynamic and Brandon Cooks, you know, when he's healthy, like, that's an incredible group if they if that was for real now it was against the patriots who yes have a very good defense but once christian gonzalez went down basically had no cornerbacks so that's going to help but still that was i think an encouraging sign for dallas that those three in particular were like the three biggest receivers in that game um, dallas's run defense has been a big question over the last couple of years uh, a little hit or miss this year you know played well against the jets in week two got run over by the Arizona Cardinals in the game that they lost in week three. Christian McCaffrey and the Niners, I, I was I was half-joking yesterday on Twitter. I got into MVP discussion, Sam. Ooh. Yeah. You know, I hate him. You know, yeah. I don't like him. But you also know, on Monday morning, when we wake up on Monday morning, no matter how it happens, unless Mike apart, like, here's three scenarios, right? Dallas wins, and people are like, have, I didn't think about it. But Dak Prescott should be in the MVP conversation because Dallas just won, and they're 4-1. and one. Like, he's not in the conversation today, but if, he win, if they win Sunday night, people are going to say, Dak's an MVP. Unless Micah Parsons has, like, five sacks, they're going to say, well, Micah Parsons is the MVP. He's better than Lawrence Taylor. The other option would be the 49ers win, and then it'll be 
Christian McCaffrey is the MVP. Or maybe maybe Brock Purdy starts to get some love because the stats are out of this world. McCaffrey's already getting the, the MVP. McCaffrey's I... already getting a little bit. But when we wake up Monday morning, if the Niners win, McCaffrey does his 100 yards, couple scores, the answer will be McCaffrey. I will say, though, of all the running backs that we've poo-pooed as MVPs over the last couple of years, is McCaffrey the best? To me, I think McCaffrey and maybe Derrick Henry might have the best cases as the drivers of this offense. Not even the drivers of this offense. It's really difficult to say with the Niners because Ayuk and Debo and mm-hmm. Kittle are there. But the Niners still do a great job of putting McCaffrey into the scheme. He's creating big plays, pass game and run game. And the offense, it was with Purdy too, but the offense has been completely different since they traded for Christian McCaffrey. But that's the thing. It's uh, <laughs> There's always... It's always a confounding factor. Very confounding. I know. I'm just saying, so McCaffrey should have some success, I think, on the ground against Dallas when they've been challenged by a good running attack, which they haven't much this year. I think the Niners have some success here. Mm-hmm.